Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Back Porch Conja. I am E5 Bell. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, pillow, a blanket. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold to drink, something hot, some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. I don't know where that what's doing in your part of town, but here we are. Snow. <laughs> and y'all know when it snows and people are confined to their home, I must say. It's depression and suicide season. Check on people and fight fellowship, lend an ear. You never know what someone is going through. Help is always available. 988 is the suicide and crisis hotline. Available 24 hours, all languages. Once again, 988 is the suicide hotline. So check on people. Post it. Let people know that we want them around. I'd rather argue with you and cuss you out and have you cuss me out before I want to stand there and listen to someone read your eulogy. That's real talk. It is. It's it, it to a lot of people this is a season of depression and a lot of you know anxiety and people are just going through. So be be a listening ear, be a help, be a blessing. And if you can't, light a candle and just pray for people. Pray for world peace, pray for healing. Real talk. People are going through a lot of things, man. And if your house and your family and you are all happy, give thanks. Give thanks. Like, get down on your knees daily and give thanks, man. For real. Just say, yo, thank you. Thank you. Every night when I <clears throat> get ready to go to bed, I know I'm so grateful. I pray. I pray in the morning and I pray at night. Right? I made that a daily habit. Six years ago, I pray because when I speak to all my children, we're all under the roof. Everyone's safe. They had traveling mercy. Everybody's back in their designated areas. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I'm thankful that everyone made it through that day. That day. So be grateful. And be grateful. And for those that are going through, I pray for you too. I pray for everybody. For real. If you know you can't reach out and talk to them, and I ain't talking about spinning the block. Don't don't do that. If you fell out with people, don't think, oh, well, you know, I think she's going through. No, don't spin the block. Don't spin the block. If you know you did some foul shit, stay over there. I'm talking about the ones that you know they're going through something and they didn't confine in you. They told someone else, and someone with their gossiping ass told you. Okay. Well, be the bigger person and just pray. Light a candle and pray for her. Pray for the healing instead of gossiping about, you know, damn, she deserve it or that's what she get. She talked about me three years ago. It's time for us to grow up. It is. It's time for us to grow up and don't sit there and applaud people's downfall. Don't. Don't. That's not your place. It's not. And most people do that. When people get on and, you know, I think therapy work, but some people need social media. To be their therapist. Okay. I, listen. Whatever gets you through the day. I, for real. Real talk. Whatever gets you through the day. If social media can be your therapist. But know this. When you post all of that shit on Facebook. On social media. You open yourself up. For good and bad. 
comments and feedback. So, you know, that's just how it is because you put it out there. Not everybody's going to think like you. Not everybody's going to have that heartfelt, you know, oh my goodness, she's going through. No. Cardi B got on and she was really like going through it, right? So that just lets me know she don't have no friends, really people that she can, she can really confine in. Because if you got to take it to social media and you don't have a village or a tribe that you can trust, and you got to really get on there to even put a message out to your man because for some strange way, he's not listening. I know she don't have no good, good girlfriends. That That is evident. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That is evident because that conversation usually goes to your therapist or your good, good girlfriend that's saying, hold on. And they're going to even, if they're good, good girlfriends, they're going to kind of sway you over to get some therapy so you can deal with all this shit. Of why you keep taking your man back. Why you trying to pose for the world. And why you disturbing your peace. As well as putting your children through that. So. <clears throat> I know she don't have no people. Because if she did. They'd be like look girl. I got you. It wouldn't have never made it to the internet. I don't give a fuck if Offset didn't hear her. She When she, when she was doing the. The, the live. On Instagram, she was like, because this is the only way I can get his attention. Wow. And people were on there and they were, you know, some people were really like, that's how I feel. This is how I be feeling. I felt her. You know, she's telling the truth. And then you had some people like, well, what you want us to do? You took him back from the last three times. He done cheated on you. And I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing at the comments. Because... They were like, well, what do you want us to do? You took him back. Or a woman gave a whole video of what your house looked like. So what you want us to do? And then you had people that were in the comments like, um, what are we supposed to do? This this is a therapy conversation. Like, what and it was right, you know, from my stance. Everybody else, everybody's, you know, able to have their own opinion, their own come up with their own solutions, their own, you know, antidotes to whatever's going on. But that just, as I was listening, because I ain't listening all the way through, I just was like, yo, she don't have no good, good friends. And it's sad. It's sad. But, you know, when you don't, <laughs> when you don't know how to be a friend, it's hard to get friends. And then somebody had asked about a friend she used to have when she started out. I get it, y'all. I know so many females that did that. When they got with the dude, they cut everybody off because they wanted to show their loyalty and their love for the guy. They got married. They didn't want to be around those people. And then laying in the bed makes strange bedfellows and makes strange conversations. Because you laying in bed with your partner, you talking about all your friends and dogging them out and telling them all their secrets because you with this person and you, for some strange reason, you trying to show your loyalty. I always say, because I remember I had a friend, right? And her man would always be like, yeah, none of y'all ain't shit. You know, she talked. I used to be like, wait, you telling our business? He's stupid. And, you know, everybody be like, no, you can't say it. No, he is. Because, bitch, how you know all the details unless you were there? So if you hate us, you might as well hate this bitch too. Because trust me, we weren't doing this by ourselves. 
this bitch know intimate details. So in the back of your mind, you can't tell me that, oh, wow, she's a good girl. No, bitch, you was doing that too. You was doing the same shit we was doing. Don't do that. If you want to tell, you want to be a confessional and this nigga's a fucking priest in the little box, then tell all your sins. You ain't got to tell mine. I'm capable of telling my own. For real. And when he would sit around other dudes, respect to my husband, Ebay. When he would sit around other dudes, he used to sit there and be like, yeah, you know, her fucking friends is hoes and they shouldn't be around there. And God bless Craig. Craig used to be like, start laughing. And the dude used to be like, yo, you know, what's so funny, G? What's so funny? And he was like, so she was standing there watching, taking notes. She wasn't acting on whatever it is. You so-called say they were doing? Why do all this out to make you look good? But anyway, so she cut off a lot of her people that, you know, had good intentions for her because she wanted to be with this guy and show her loyalty. I know girls that, oh, I got a man. I can't be around y'all. Okay, boo. <laughs> Bye. You know, God, God bless the dad. Craig, we were... After we got divorced, there was no intimacy. There was no sexual relationships, none of that. But we'd call and check up on each other and, you know, shoot the shit and keep on going. Just talk about life. It wasn't never no, damn, I miss you or when we get back there. It was never that. So I remember he would hit me up whenever he had a new girlfriend. And he'll be like, yo, you know, she's tripping. She don't want me to be your friend, so I'm going to block you and take you off. And he did it like through three relationships he had you know one girl in Detroit and two more in um, New York and I would reply okay be good you know because I was used to it then and then about six months to a year later he friend requested me hit me in the inbox you know hey unblock me you know I unblocked you I love you I seen that you didn't take me off so this is how I can contact with you and I would just send back the laughing emoji and be like, yo, I love you, man. Be good. You know, stay safe. And that was it. I was never in a relationship where someone would have to tell me, don't be friends with this one. Don't be, don't be talking to this one. Because I, I would trip out, first of all. Don't meet me and then try to change me. You fell in love with that version that you met. Don't try to change me now. Now, help me to improve. You know, applaud me. Celebrate me. Great. I can go with that. But don't be like, oh, when I met you, you was around these people. You can't be around them no more. You're not my parent. I know you lying. But see, this is where we're not the same. I'm not going to sit here and dog out my friends to you. For what? These are my friends. Now, I get it. Not everybody going to blend together. Not everybody going to, you know, be together. I know when it's time for me to hang out with my good, good girlfriends, I don't need my man around. They don't even have their man around. So, what the fuck? This is girlfriend time. Right? This is where we take off our shoes, pop some shit, indulge in some snacks, watch a show, or just catch up with each other with our kids and shit is going on. I need my man there. This is my time. This is, this is me. Now, when he can go and hang out with his boys, I'm not going to call him 54 thousand times what you doing where you at listen i know chicks that when their man is with their friends they got to call them 50 million times heifer i just left you what are you calling me for i'm out here with my boys oh who you with like come on they're a human being you're not their mama 
So I never did that. When Craig would go out, man, he would go out, go have fun. I'm not calling you. I'm not going to call him and be like, you see my coat? You, why? He don't wear my shit. And I remember hanging out, right, <laughs> with my girls. And one of the girls is like, oh, you don't call your man for what? Oh, that means you don't love him. No, that means that I respect him and I trust him. Because he's out with his boys. I don't give a fuck. Oh, well, they at the strip club. So, eh? We in Atlanta. That's that's normal. I like going to the bowling alley. Yeah, I don't care about that. Oh, nah, mine can't. Mine can't do that. Uh-uh. I gotta call him fifty million times. Why? And we wind up having a big conversation about that. We were sitting. In, I never forget. We was all sitting down, and they were like, "Well, why don't you call your man? Why would I? First of all, he ain't my man. He's my husband. That's one." And if he decides to step out of this marriage, that's on him. It's never on me. And if he wants to spend some time, because he's a husband 24 hours a day, seven days a week, he also is Craig. He's a human being. He's a man. So he needs his time too. He needs his bro friends to go and hang out. The same way I do. My life doesn't consist of 24,000 hours around one person. So... I mean, I'm talking about, I know chicks that got cameras all through their house. Like, they monitor their man and all that. And I'm like, is that your partner or you secret squirrel? Are you trying to commit a murder or something, child? What the fuck? You building a case? Like, that is crazy to me. But I don't have to live like that. I can't even imagine, like, not ever living like that. You know, that's some trauma. And and to see other women, like, we were, we're all in Atlanta. And I never forget, you know... Some of the sisters were sitting there and it was like, yeah, because I got to call him. I've been texting him all day. Why? I sleep with you. We get up. I'm going to need some space from you. I even got space from my kids. They in school. I don't bother them all fucking day long. Texting them what you doing? No. No. My daughter, Didi, call it hoovering. She'd be like, okay, you're hoovering now. And that is crazy. You, a person needs space. But you will have it. Now, I want to take it to a spiritual level. On both sides, you have readers that will constantly badger you. Did you do it? Did you do this? What you do? I had a dream about that. Bitch, if you don't back up off of me before I clock you out, I know you lying. Like, I, I don't need to know your everyday movement. I don't need to know. Hit me up if there's a problem or if... You know, like, oh, wow, it happened. Oh, my goodness, thank you. Okay, the job is done. All right. And that is it. But to call you every day to see, does this reader got friends? Baby, do you? No. Oh, I just, I'm really into my client's life. Damn, it looked like you living their life. Girl, let's go out and have drinks. I never forget when I had my shop in Queens. The girl was like, you want to go and get drinks? No, we're not friends. She was like, oh, but no, 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 no. And you don't need to call me every day to tell me what your kids are doing, what your man is doing. We're not friends. We are not friends. You paid me to do a service. I am doing that service. Yes, call me because you don't have no one else to talk to about this. And if things are transpiring, going great, or even if you see that there's a hiccup somewhere, let me know. Okay. But all that calling me like, yeah, girl. You know, he came in, he was watching. No, we're we not friends. Find you a friend, boo-boo. 
Like that, that we're not going to do. And I had a sister that tried that. And I was like, no, we're not friends, boo. We're not. Don't, don't get it twisted. Why are you calling me every day trying to ask me what I'm doing? What you doing? No, we're not. Find you some friends. Oh, I can't trust people. No, what you're saying is you can't trust yourself. Learn how to be a friend. And it's not for everyone. And some people need to be taught how to be a friend. Because a lot of people don't. And you have some readers that think that because you gave them a measly 50, 60, even $100, now they got to be with you and work like you paid them 10000 Slow down. Pump your brakes, ma. Do, do the work. If you're so busy in her life, how the work getting done? That, that's my first red flag. If you're so busy in her life, up her ass, worrying about what her man is doing, what her friends are doing, where they going and all of that, how much money she got, bitch, that's a red flag. Because... When when you got time to do the work that I paid you to do? How about that? Yeah, real talk. So, uh-uh. Be mindful of that shit. Now, let's talk about the clients. You pay someone to do a service. We not your hoes. You not pimping us. Where, oh my goodness, every time I call you, I had a sister that thought that. Even a brother. When I call you, pick up the phone. Uh, check your cash out. What? Oh, you gave me my money back? Yeah. Because find somebody else to play with. Because I'm not that one. You don't pit me. I do a job. I make sure it's done efficiently. Before I do anything, I'm going to ask, consult to make sure it can be done. Because it may be something simple. But what you're not going to do is pit me. I have a life as well. Now, I give you a time to call. I'm good for that. And I confirm five minutes before. Because some things happen in the world. Now, this is where some folks get it twisted. Oh, I had oh, this chick. Oh, I paid you for a reading. I said, okay. You know, I call you. You know, I text you 50, five minutes before. If the reading is at 3 o'clock, I'm going to text you at 2.55. So, you know, to confirm. Because something may happen. You know, you might have the kids. You might, you know, be on the phone with somebody. Anything can happen. So, you know, let's push back another time. I'm great with that. Or even another day. She never answered the phone. I'm calling her caller. I called her really seven times too many. Right? So it was a total of eight. Because that one time you get a courtesy. I ain't hear from the chick until a week later. Oh, can I get my reading now? No, no, no. Check your cash app, boo. I sent that money back a while ago. Screenshot it, sent it to her because she looked like she's the one that would play like that. Oh, you know what? I heard somebody say, you're not a good reader. Ma, it's okay. Bye. And I kept that name. I don't know why. I kept that name, right? I kept it. That cash app name and stuff. I always kept it. I tell you no lie. It was a good four months. Can I get a reading? Right? Now, mind you, for some strange reason, I kept it. Usually, I just delete, you know, everybody, and I kept it. And I was like, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Think, no, say less, blocked. Move on. We're not doing that. You're not going to pimp me. You're not going to disrespect me. You're not going to disrespect the things that I do. You're not going to disrespect my spirits, and I'll be damned if you disrespect my crown. So, we're not doing that. But you have people because... They get online, right? I'm not mad at people reading for free. I'm not. That's your gimmick. That's your thing. Bless you. I'm not mad if you want to charge people $3 for a reading or $3.33. That's you. I'm not here to check your pockets or put a price on it. I'm the type that 
It is levels and a respect to what I do. It is a craftsmanship. It is a, a faith. It is a culture. It is a way of life. I'll make sure you set it up. Payment is received. Time is and date is there. And I will call you five minutes before and we will get the reading or whatever service started. And we will move on from there. And then I have a problem with those people, right? Clients that want to set your price for you. I had one girl, she said, I want to read it. And I said, okay, she sent me $20. I said, boo, what, what is this? She's like, oh, so I sent her my catalog of what the readings are. Oh, I can't afford that. Take your $20 back. Take your $20 back, boo. For real. We not doing that. You don't, you set my price. No. Uh-uh. We don't do that. That we don't do. Stay, stay up on that one. Because people will. Oh, but the other reader that's on your page, they charge. I'm not them. They're definitely not me. And I asked her, I said, does their name start with an I? And is it Ifa Bayo? No. Then why are you comparing their price with mine? Oh, I just thought all readers, you know, because y'all all friends, we the same. No. No, no, no. All little boys are the same. All little girls are the same. All women are the same. All men are the same. Boo, I know you didn't come here with that one. You do better just saying you thought you can get a hookup. So, yeah, a lot of them. They really do because they're used to it. And those are the people, real talk. And if I lose people, great. You don't, you don't belong on my podcast. Those are the people that usually go around to everybody trying to get a reading. And <laughs> everybody may tell them the same thing. He ain't no good. Stop doing that. You're foul. But they don't want to hear that. They want somebody to co-sign on the bullshit. Like, no, it's not you. And you're right. He shouldn't be feeding his kids. Bitch, what? For real. Those are the same people. Hence why those people don't go outside of, right? You'll find them mostly on Facebook. You're not going to find them on TikTok, Instagram, but now you'll find them on TikTok. TikTok is every time you look up, somebody's doing it, especially at night. Someone's reading cards. Everybody in their mother's reading cards. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I tell you who shut that shit down, though. Clubhouse was when they first started. Clubhouse to have you talking, like no picture. Clubhouse to have you talking, and people be doing readings, right? You just put your raise your hand, and they read you, and you send the cash app, and you'll hear the cash app, right? But Clubhouse was like, we ain't getting paid for this. Uh uh, nah, they shut that shit down for real. They don't do it like they used to before when it first came out. Everybody had iPhones because it was only for iPhone users. Now it's for every phone. But when it first, and then you had to be invited in. You had to get someone to approve you to get in. So I liked it at first, but then when they gave access to everybody, I was like, ah, no. But when it first started, what? Everybody, they mother was, it was so open because it was, it was so new because it was exclusive. You had to only be an iPhone user. You had to get invited in. Just like it's another one now that you have to be invited in. If you're not invited in, you can't get in. And it's like really exclusive. It's the, the car blanche of social media. And not everybody's on there because you got to wait like 30 days to get in. And it's like this secret, this secret group. And it's funny. It's spill, right? 
spill is, is really funny. You create your account. It's a visual conversation at the speed of culture. And everybody and their mother is trying to get in. And, you know, they even have, if you go on TikTok, they have a cheat code, right? So let me tell you, I love it. They had a cheat code to let people in. Child, they stopped that. They was like, boop, we found out. The people that created Spill was like, nope, we ain't letting everybody and anybody in that. So it's really exclusive, which is crazy. But, you know, you, you, you have these people that go around to everyone. And then let's talk about those clients that, and readers, I don't want you to sign up on the bullshit to where they come to you bashing another reader. Oh, she read me and I didn't, I didn't, she didn't tell me this. Well, you can read the Bible and one scripture can mean a thousand things to non-people, for real. You all are not going to get the same thing. It made 10 under the same umbrella to where, let's just say you want to know if your man is cheating. They, somebody may come in and be like, wow, the relationship you're in is really not healthy. And it's not. Oh, well, you know, they're going to highlight on you too. Oh, you know, you, you really need to stand on what you decide. Oh, is he cheating or not? Well, I just told you, you need to stand on what you decide. If you decide he's cheating, then he's cheating. Well, you know, he never said it. When you walk in the house and you see a woman sitting there and you don't know her, then who the fuck is she? Like, are you serious? Why is a woman in your house that you don't know? Oh, this is my friend. Uh oh, I never met this friend. We've been married for 10 years. Who the fuck is she? Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't say anything, no, because, you know, I, I had another reader tell me he wasn't cheating. Okay. But when I went into my room and I was cleaning up one day, I found some panties that wasn't mine. Make it make sense, my love. But readers, stop co-signing with clients of dogging and bashing out a reader. Now, I can see if they were violated and it's proof. I can see if they were essay, things like that. And it's proof by all means. First, lead them to your local authorities. Don't go on Facebook trying to bash people. That It never works. It never works for real. And do not put the victim or the person that got disrespected on there because it doesn't work. It doesn't. Do it right. Go to your local authorities. And if you're in the same area, accompany them. Or let them go. And if you have a network that is vast, send someone there, you know, just to be a support. Not to put it on social media. Not to sit there and be like, yeah, I got some dirt on people. For what? That person will not go to prison. And the victim that is coming forth will be treated like trash. Real talk. We've seen it day after day. Stop. This is one time where I tell people, go to the local authorities first. When you know better, you do better. Now, if it's not the case, and just because nobody didn't sign up to their mockery and their BS, don't sit there and entertain the bash of another reader. That doesn't get you more readings. It doesn't make you popular. Oh, they're known. Listen. I watched a video, <laughs> right? 
So let me start off with the conversation. You have some people that believe because when you're initiated or you're in the spiritual community, you're supposed to have Louis, Gucci, Balenciaga. You're supposed to be balling. A ruler was, he, he wasn't a wealthy man in monetary. He was wealthy in friends and family in every town and every village that he went to. He was welcome with open arms. Why? Because he treated people right. He did a bosses and he made sure he helped people. He didn't charge them numerous outlandish fees. He took care of people. And in the process, he taught them how to become self-sufficient and taught them how to take care of themselves. No one was excused from the mat. We all need help. Now, so many people were like, oh, yeah, I don't see nobody rich. I don't see nobody. And I never forget, I was sitting there, I was talking to my godfather. And I said, yeah, you know, a lot of people believe that you, you know, you're supposed to be rich and millions of dollars. He was like, why? He said, so we're supposed to show our money. He's like, why? He's like, you supposed to, you supposed to sit there on a video showing stacks of cash? Why? Why? He said, and there's a lot of wealthy people in this religion. So I was like, well, you know, these people, people always want, you know, uh, revenge. You know, this person did wrong. Let's, why is the elders not saying anything? He said, how you know they're not? He said, but guess what? People are going to do what people do. He said, all you could do is pray and, you know, enlighten or teach people so they don't get caught up. A lack of teaching and weeding out the, the fakes and frauds and phonies. Not disrespecting them. But when you start teaching, it's hard for people to get over on you. Because now you know better. Now, either those people are going to sit there and try to mimic. And most do. They try to mimic what you do, and then when it's time for them to get pulled on the carpet, to be like, hey, you said you this. Well, where's the proof? Because everything has a witness. Everything is followed by a signal. Everything is followed by a do, and everyone knows everyone. Obers, audio days, godparents, babas, all that. Then you have some people, right? Because... You, you do. You find this a lot where people are, they don't want to follow rules, right? They want to be free-flowing. They want to do it themselves. So they go out. Now, some of them are initiated. And since you weren't there at the initiation, they think that they can hide things. You have some people that are closed, but they still run around doing all kinds of stuff. Like, they can do that. They are licensed to do it. You have some people... That didn't go all the way of finishing. But you'll see them standing with their godparents. And people assume, oh, they're initiated or, or they're complete. No. But see, when you tell the truth, it does, it gives, it takes away the problematic, those that want to try to get you, and it takes that power away from them. Right? And I, I'll give you an example. When I got initiated, after three months, you have to do your board to wake up your Arisha. Well, it took me three years, right, to do it. And I didn't go and participate in, like, helping in the Santo. You know, I would pluck chickens if I was needed to do that. But I wouldn't go behind the curtains. I wouldn't go and do ceremonies that took where you had to, you know, be licensed to do it. And people that weren't really crowned, 
because <laughs> I found that out later. It was like, yeah, she's phony. She don't have her Arisha. And, I, and I'm like, okay. I didn't know then. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm not doing those things. I wouldn't even have nobody throw themselves to me. Like, no, because, you know, my Arisha still sleep. Like, slow down, you know. Benicion, that's it. Osando, that's that's it. Come and find all those people that was popping jump, wasn't even crowned. Weren't initiated, didn't have a bead, didn't have a godparent, they ain't have nothing. So all they learned was from mimicking people and watching YouTubes. And the ones that were crowned were mad because I told the truth. So they was trying to find loopholes in the truth. Truth don't need no loopholes. So they would be like, oh, you know, I know you're doing no. And the people that I were around while I was around. They were like, nah, we already knew. And then some people tried to use it to weaponize themselves or come at me. Oh, she don't even have her, Risha. She ain't really, she ain't nobody. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're, you're saying something that I'm already saying. So what's the problem? I never denied that. Like, what's the problem? And when I did get it, get it and I did do the ceremony, and I did get presented to the room, and I had my first God kid and my second that I gave to my godparents. What now? What do you have to say? Those people became silent. Silent. Because what else? Or, or the ones that wanted to be relevant in life. Oh, she's just now getting them three years later. I got them. Didn't say. I'm not going to allow no one to send me through depression. I tell y'all once again, when I was doing a... My first public appearance, they give people topics to talk about. They gave me depression. As I was digging, learning about depression, I learned about spiritual depression. And that's what we're going to talk about. Where people are constantly badgering you to, to the point of, you got to get crowned, you got to do this, you got to do that. And it turns people off. It makes them uh, just... Go lack of judgment, lack of everything, where people just start throwing. You know how many Arisha pots and all that is in Far Rockaway because people have thrown their stuff away or in churches, especially a church in the Bronx, in churches where people just have thrown it away because they were so overburdened, they were so overwhelmed, and they were so pressured that they don't know how to relate. Or you will have people that just walk away. I know a person, they was like, oh, I don't even attend to my leg while nobody. Because, you know, I, I didn't have it. I didn't have the money. So I just thought, don't allow people and their greediness to stop you. Let me tell you why I love Ifa Seaway. And this is a sister that I would teach about Ifa for free. For free. When people used to sit in my face in Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, or Jersey... Oh, there's no E5 classes. Yeah, there's E5 Seaway do it every fucking week at in the in Brooklyn on Sundays. You can go and have an E5 class. And we talk about dudes, all of that. And we were sitting there learning about E5. Honey. You know what? When it came down to it, where people would come and be like, oh my God, yeah, I need to learn. And when it comes. Girl, I was hanging out. Girl, my man is over. Girl, I sacrifice. The blessing is in the sacrifice. I went every day for a whole year. Man, I ain't miss a Sunday. I was there every day. I broke my neck. One time I had maybe about $5 in my pocket in a, a, a Metro card. I didn't give a fuck. I got up and I got on the 
uh, J train to the sea and got out the train, went and got me a cup of tea and brought my ass to the class. Now, mind you, I had five singles. So I had $5 bill. When I brought the tea. That's a dollar. So I had $4. I put $3 in the, because you can give an offering, $3 in that. So now I'm down to a dollar. Tell you no lie. And while I was on my way back to Queens, someone called me and said, hey, I am sending you a payment through PayPal because I owed you this. And this was months. I totally forgot about it. And I got $400. They were like, oh, I owed you this and, you know, give thanks. And I was like, there you go. Like, yo, I was so happy. Like, I was down to a dollar. But it came because I made a commitment and I stood by it. But anyway, <clears throat> people were getting depressed. They were getting pressured. They were getting, oh, then the, the comparison. Well, my God kids are doing better than this. Let me tell you, I was in a house, in a spiritual house. Well, I never forget my godmother said, if I was you, I'd feel so bad. And I was like, why? She was like, because everybody's passing you. Okay. She was like, you know, that's messed up because you bring them all here and they're all crowned and they're all, God bless them. That was their time. I don't compare myself with nobody except for the person looking back in the mirror. Because what you got, first of all, I believe in two things. What you got and where you are, I may not want to go through or do or sign up for whatever the fuck you had to go through to get that or to be there. Nah, that may not be my path. And I don't like mimicking people, so nah, I'm good. I'm good, but I'm going to clap for you. Like, yo, applaud. And then when you put that in people's head, like, oh, you passing her and she was here, it gives the people a certain arrogance. Okay. But I see, I waited, I hung under, I sat, I invested, I perfected, I went, I learned, I sacrificed. So I know what the fuck I was getting into. And then I was getting too caught up. I'm going to be totally honest. I was getting too caught up. After I started learning, I started connecting with the wrong people, right? Everybody always asks me, how the fuck you moved to Utica? Like, for real, how did you move to Utica? That shit is so far. Like, you're in the boondocks. All the, the, the people I was connecting with wasn't healthy for me. I was finding myself falling into places where I didn't need to be getting involved in beefs and, and issues. Well, I didn't even know these people. I didn't. One, I didn't even speak their language. I speak English. I don't speak Spanish. So I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. I wasn't there when this person didn't like this person. I didn't even know y'all. Like, I just met y'all. So how the fuck now I'm involved in some shit that I ain't got no business in? Matter of fact, about to lie. Lessons to about to lie. I live in the mountains where he moved me away from everyone. Now I can only focus on me, my Arisha, my ego, me. To get to know me, to heal me, to put me back as a priority. So now when Muhammad comes out of the mountain, I can work better, smarter. And I don't have no attachment to no drama. And when I see people, I can speak. I can say hello. I can give blessings and not be a part of. When I tell you they moved me from everybody, they moved me from everybody. Everybody. And I'm grateful for that lesson. 
to now where you can see clear. There's no, sometimes I always laugh and be like, I used to always pray and be like, yo, I want to go to an ashram. I want to, you know, be away from everyone, be silent, just focus on me. And in a way, I, I did. I moved to an ashram to where it is just me. And then I got to a place and I was like, okay. I kept on saying, yo, I'm moving. I'm moving. Allegra was like, no, nah, not yet. It's a little bit more you got to finish. And I did that. And I'm grateful. I am grateful. But back again, spiritual depression is real. You know how many people... Would, and this was before I had to learn spirit, about spiritual depression. How many people were like, oh, you got to hurry up. You can't do nothing without your reach. You got to hurry up. Oh, my goodness. You're going to go through so much. You know, that's why you're sick. That's why you're sick. This is why. And I'm like, so if that's the case, then they'll make sure I have it. It wasn't coming. Where money was literally wouldn't even come in my hand. And if it did, I had one of my kids and one of them be like, Ma, I need this. And Ma, you know, I got to get this. And I helped them and they wouldn't pay me back. So I was like, okay. I said, when it comes, it'll be at the right time. It would be no, no nothing. Nobody is not going to want nothing from me. So I remember sitting there telling my godmother, when it comes, it'll come. I'm not going to stress it. And then when people would come to me, I used to be like, okay, eh? Oh, you got to have faith. That's the problem. I do. You don't. I do. Nothing works on your time. It works when the time is supposed to be there. Because you want to have it to be received in a, well, in a well-deserved place. Not before, not after. Oh, but everybody else got theirs. God bless them. Like, great. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so happy for them. Oh, but you're, you're missing out. I'm missing out on anything. At all. But then look. Look how... So real it became. All these people, real talk, all these people that surpassed me, as they say, oh, what are they doing? Has to pay other people to help them. But you surpassed me. You did all that. You, you had to pay all these people and none of them did what was supposed to be done. Why? Because you didn't take the time to understand what it is you were getting and what you were getting into and really reading and sitting under elders and learning hands on. You just saw it and you had to have it because it made it you it made you look well in everybody else's eyes. And people listen, some people treat religion like it's a, a store, a retail store. If you go in there and buy the shoes, you need the socks, you need the pants, oh wow, you need the shirt to go with it, you need this um underwear, you need uh this chain, you need this belt. The accessories got to be on there. They are selling it to you. They don't give a fuck if you want it or not or if you need it. They don't care. They're going to sell it to you. And guess what? Most people will buy it. I've seen people go into a store and just for a pair of jeans and come out with a whole outfit. And you be like, well, what? Oh, man, because she said this look flop. Take that shit back. You know you can't afford it. You got this light bill. You're barely making it by getting these damn sneakers. No, nah, no. Nah, I can't take it back. They're going to make fun of me. I've been in stores, right, where even if I go in there, electronic people are the worst, right? So if I go in there and buy something, oh, but you need this, I need it. All I need is the insurance. If I get it through Apple, great. If not, then I get it through y'all. But how, how, oh, but you should get this charger. It comes with a charger. I don't need all that. Baby, I love you. Thank you for your gimmick. Wow, you are persistent. 
But I don't need that. Oh, if you can't afford it, it's not the fact that me can afford it or not. I came in here for one thing and one thing only. See, when I go shopping with my daughter, she makes me laugh, right? And it lets you know that she has no willpower, right? And I always laugh. I always laugh. And she always gets mad, right? And she tells me, I can't go shopping with you. But I always laugh. Why? If I go into the store, I am going to get what I have on my list. I, if I see something, I go, oh, wow, I don't need it now, but I'm, I'm done. The same way we're going to a store, she, you got seven pairs of shoes, you don't, sneakers, you don't even wear all of those. Why do you need another pair? Oh my God, don't be judging me. I'm not, but okay. And then she'll look at me. Don't you want some shoes? No, I don't need none. Why? I just got some. Oh my God, you need variety. No, I need comfortability. I need support. I need to make sure that these are what I need for the weather or whatever, right? I invested in a pair of boots and then my Santo boots because I keep telling anybody, y'all going to bury me in those boots. I paid a pretty penny for all white boots. You know how hard it is to buy white boots? So, and I kept them clean and everything and they are in my suitcase. So, when my ass get ready to go, put my white boots on because I earned that and put them on. No, we don't bury people with shoes. You're going to bury me in shoes today. You better. God damn it. I'm coming back hunting everybody. But anyway, I'm like, I don't, I, I brought some boots because we are knee deep in snow. Cool, calm, collective. Boots. I got them. So when my daughter's like, you don't need no boots. No, I got them. But you brought those last year and they're good this year. <laughs> I was like, and they're good this year. Those are the boots that will continue to work as long as I need them. So I'm good. There's no rips. There's no holes in them. And guess what? They work. They got my feet dry, warm, and everything. And support. So I don't have, they have a grip at the bottom when y'all have this black ice and all that. So it's a grip on them and everything. And they go with every color. Guess why? Because they are beige. I mean, like a caramel color. I love it with a little green in it. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need nothing else. Oh, girl, I can't be like you. I'm, girl, I'm good. And mm -mm. you about all of this and you not even wearing it? Well, I laugh and she gets so mad. And then guess what? True, true, true child of mine. She'll get it. And then a week later, I shouldn't even brought those boots. Well, take them back. No, that's embarrassing. <laughs> if I got something that I don't need and I done brought it and it's in my closet and the tag is still on and I have not worn it. Guess where it's going? Right back. I don't care. Give me a store credit or give me my money back. Either or. I do not play that. First of all, I learned a long time ago. I'm not buying something I don't need. Just because I'm with you, I got... And she told me that. That was the funniest thing. You know, when I go into a store, I got to buy something. Baby, I got willpower if I don't got nothing else. I don't need nothing in here. We went... There's a new store that opened up up here, right? So it's like the hottest right now. Whenever a new store open, everybody and their mother's in it. So it's in New Hartford. So everyone is like, you know, in that store. So I go in there and they had some cute little leather strap bags in there. And I was like, wow. And she's like, oh, you, you're going to buy one? Because I need, I said, put it down. You don't need it. I said, I just brought a bag. I said, I'm not buying another bag. And she's like, oh my goodness. No, I brought a green Telfar bag. I don't need another bag. I'm good. Oh, my God. And I'm a person that love bags. I love bags. Um, But I don't, I don't know. Oh, because it's a new season, it's a new year. You need to up-to-date model. No, I do enough with that with phones. 
don't, I don't, I don't need. And even now, I have an iPhone 14, right? Pro Max, real talk. Everybody's like, oh, you're going to get the new one. For what? I'm, I'm still good with this one. It, it ain't doing anything wrong. Why? But, you know, the new iPhone is out. Okay, eh? No, I'm good. Why? You, you know, because you can do a payment. I'm good. And I paid them off. You know, so I don't like owing anything. But, no, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't need. I, I did that when I was younger. Any new phone or anything that was new, I would go and get it. And majority of times, I, it, there was nothing wrong with the thing I had that I already had. So, no. But anyway, back to spiritual depression. Most people are really going through it because of comparison, because people are overwhelming them, people are badgering them, people are being aggressive, and they don't know how to have an outlet. Or they think that if they don't do it right then and there because they got to rob Peter to pay Paul, you should not have to go through initiations owing people and being broke and being destitute so you can fit in with the Joneses. Guess what? I saw the Joneses at Walmart. They call it God decline. Stop competing with people you don't know. And definitely don't compete with scammers. So why are you competing? And then you got to ask yourself. If someone is constantly badgering you to do something. And they kept on bothering you about money. Be mindful. Because it may not get done right. Be mindful. They just want the coin. Be mindful. Ask questions. You know, you have people that give you an itemized bill. What was this for? What was this for? This went to this. This went to this. Like, they really will show you every dime of what you spent. And I'm not mad at those people. I love them for that. I don't think everybody else do it. But those that do, I, I man, I give them the utmost respect. Because they're letting you know, we ain't got time. I'm, I'm not living off of this. I'm not here. I want you to be elevated. I want you to be blessed. And in the process of me doing all of this, I'm getting blessed as well. So I appreciate those people that do it like that. Real talk. There's no hidden agenda. And even, because not everybody can do an itemized bill, right? Where they hand walk you to different places with your money and be like, here, this is what you need. This is this part of the ceremony, you know. So you're going to need that. And you sit there and pay and get your receipts. And when you add it up, it comes up to the number they gave you. Because you're walking through all of that. And a lot of people do that to be like, hey, we got to go over here. And, you know, and they'll tell you, or I love this part. I seen a woman do this. She took the money and she kept it in an envelope. And every time they had to go somewhere and get something, she would bring them. She had the envelope. And every time she spun, she put the change and the receipts back in there. And then she would put it back by her Arisha. And every time, hey, we got to go here. This person is here. Hey, we got to go and get the animals. Hey, we got to go and get you measured for the clothes. Hey, we got to go. And they hand walked them through that. God bless them too. For real. Because they understand. How it felt to be used, to be betrayed, and like, yo, I don't want no pressure on you. I don't want to have you go through spiritual depression. I want you up front and knowing, right? And knowing so you see what goes on behind the curtain of what we have to do and prepare. Because you're right there buying all of this. When you got to go to Jersey and get all your sobertas and stuff, that ain't, that ain't a simple task. So, yeah, I love those people and kudos to them because they alleviate the depression. Then 
You also got people going through spiritual depression, even after they get initiated, where their family and them are not being supportive. So now they got to go through this by themselves. And there's certain times, especially if you have a big family. I have a big family. So I couldn't go to events. I couldn't go to family gatherings. I couldn't go through that because they didn't support me. So you, you got to make sure you have an outlet. And praise God for the other young wolves that were around me, for real. Because they did. They were there when no one else was there beside my ego and Arisha. So, you know, and you need that. You need that support because even now in the holiday times and the Yawosas that went through or the people that went, that are doing, you know, ceremonies or that's even preparing or the ones that just finished. Be mindful of people and what they're going through. And if they're asking questions or even if they want to vent, just be the ear, not the running mouth. Be the ear. Be the ear. And y'all readers that want to sit down and bash people, today is them. Tomorrow can very well be you. The same person that sat there and bashed, you, bashed another reader to you is somewhere bashing your happy-go-lucky ass. Please believe that. I done been around a long time when it comes to card reading. 29 years under my belt. Yeah, folks will talk about you and everything else. But it's up to you to stop it and nip it at the bud. For real. Stop worrying about, oh, but if I say something, they won't spend their money. They ain't going to spend the money with you anyway. Trust me on that. And y'all also, I do want to, everyone that's listening, y'all have to be careful as well. The scammers are out and they know. So when you, when you have a new person and they're really kind of etchy or they're like too excited, screenshot their shit, the payment that they sent and screenshot of text, this is your proof that, okay, the reading will start and you'll say thank you, send them a text to say thank you for, you know, receiving my services, especially around this time, all the way up until January, around the 20th, because I've been around a long time, so let me give y'all some game. Because people will overspend or they're, they're, they're listening to somebody or, especially with PayPal, PayPal do this a lot, um, they'll overspend or They'll um, listen or, you know, they want to scam. And they'll, re they'll re refute the charges and try to get their money back. But when, you know, you have that button where you say, no, I'm disputing these charges and you see your proof. This is the day they got the reading. It's right here. So they ain't got to do that. Be mindful. There's a sister that really does this every year. You know, so y'all readers that been around for longer than six to seven years, y'all know who she is. Y'all don't. I'm giving y'all the game of text to say the reading, your, your payment was received, the reading will start, and then you text back when it's done and you say to that person with their cash app because you want to confirm and say thank you for the services, thank you for, you know, for being a great client, a customer, for the service that was received, however you want to word it. So it protects you because now you have a lot of people that's going to dispute it all the way up until January 20th because motherfuckers can be slimes. Don't think because they think you spiritual that folks won't try to get over on you. So many frauds and stuff. And y'all clients, stop thinking that y'all are talking to the reader and thinking if they charge you 100 200 300 for a reading or for whatever service, now you think you're getting a free reading for $20 or $5. And then they telling you to go over to WhatsApp and hear your lucky ass, happy ass is thinking, oh, wow, they only going to charge me. And you don't even know them. 
Even if you do know them, you never got a service from them. Why would you think they would be in your inbox soliciting for a fucking reading? So be mindful. This is scamming season. And then I know you're depressed, so you're not really thinking. And you're thinking, oh, wow, this is a gift from God. No, this is scammers getting your ass. Because a girl hit me up and she was like, if I bail, um, thank you for a $5 reading. I, I paid $5. I wasn't going to, I don't read nothing for $5, girl. I know you lying. She was like, yeah, because they gave me a WhatsApp number. That ain't me. Get your money back or block them and keep going. They got $5 to get out your life. Y'all be cool and catch me tonight on Facebook. Love you.